Hello, beautiful humans. My name is William Sheets, and this is the Chaos Podcast. If you have a chaotic life as well as I do, then this podcast is definitely for you. Or if you just like hearing other people have insane lives, then you'll also like this podcast. And when I say insane, I don't mean like super cool. I mean like shit just always happens. Um, I mean, sometimes it's cool. Okay, I'm rambling at this point. Anyways, we're jumping into this episode with what my week has been like, which is chaos. The reason the podcast is titled The Elevator is because of the story I'm telling you right now. So I just got back from visiting my boyfriend and our beautiful kitten, Aslan. If you guys follow me on Instagram, then you've definitely seen him. So basically, what ended up happening is I needed to run some errands for my boyfriend while he was in his classes. And this is when the shit show of my life starts. So I walk out of his place. I lock the door and everything. I go to the elevator. And of course, this elevator takes forever. So finally, it gets there. And the door opens and there's like a little bit of a blind spot in this elevator where you can't like really see. And as I'm walking in, this kid is on his phone and I kid you not, rams into me like like a whole ass linebacker. I think that's what they're called. I don't know. I'm not good at sports, but literally runs into me. I fall face first in literally in slow motion. I watch my boyfriend's keys fall down this fucking elevator. I hear them hit the ground. It echoes and everything. And I'm like, what the hell? Not to mention this kid turns around and goes, that sucks. Like, yeah, no shit. That sucks. So at this point, I am in total shock. I start panicking as anyone would. Um, I had already locked his door, so there was no way for me to go back in. And his fucking keys were now at the bottom of this elevator, five stories down. I kid you not, five stories down. So I start freaking out because how am I going to tell this man that I dropped his keys down the elevator? Like I literally, I mean, I, I have had a nightmare two nights in a row of hearing these keys hit the bottom of this elevator. I'm not even being dramatic right now. Okay, maybe a little bit, but... I did have the nightmares, okay? Because it was traumatizing for this to happen. So I text him. I'm freaking out. I'm sobbing because I just don't even know what to do. And I know for a fact that anyone else in this situation would want to slit my throat, as they should, you know? Because, like, how did this even happen? You know? Like, of course it would happen to me. But like the angel he is, he talks me through it, he calms me down, and the whole time he's telling me we're gonna figure it out, and he's just so calm. And I'm over here calling the front desk, going down to the front desk, trying to get them to get the maintenance people to get these damn keys. And y'all, nothing was happening, okay? Nothing was happening. They keep telling me, oh, maintenance is gonna be an hour. An hour passes. They don't call me. So I go down there, I'm like, where's maintenance? Well, now they're on lunch break. Okay, well, I wait 30 minutes. I call. I'm like, hey, where's the maintenance guy with these keys? And they're like, 
yeah, they're still not picking up. And I'm like, okay, what the hell? At this point, I'm just traumatized, okay? So I'm texting my boyfriend back and forth. He's also calling and telling them like, hey, you know, what's going on here? Like, why can't maintenance get the keys? You know, that kind of thing. And they're telling him that they're going to get the keys back. They just don't know how, you know, but then they're telling me that they cannot get these keys back. So I'm like, why are you telling us two different things? Like, I'm, I'm so annoyed at this point and stressed and anxious and just not having a good time. So my boyfriend gets a master key. He gets back from his classes. I'm sobbing on his bedroom floor. And he's like, my love, it's all good. I'm not mad at all. Shit happens. Like, when I tell you this man is an angel, he truly is. He's so patient. He's so sweet. He's so kind. I, I just, I love him so much. So, Caleb, if you're listening to this, I love you. Um. So, anyways, he goes to work, and the supervisor of the building calls me and tells me there's no way that I'm getting these damn keys back. And I'm basically shit out of luck, is what she says. So, once again, I start panicking. I have lost all hope at this point. I start calling locksmith companies. Anyone that I could. I was prepared to pay any amount of money to fix this situation. And Caleb was like, absolutely not. So, he called them and he had them get the elevator company to come out. And they ended up, thankfully, retrieving the keys. And so, five hours later, after being told... It would take an hour. The keys were finally retrieved and I could finally breathe. Did that stop me from having anxiety? No, because at this point I was just like exhausted and stressed and just not doing well. So that is the elevator story. Yeah, I know. Crazy. I guess that's one way to start off this first episode. But I mean, this podcast is named Chaos for a reason. So, just to give you guys some insight, um, I have started working on my album. Well, I have been for a while now, and I'm pretty sure I'm the most indecisive person of all time. Um, I think I deserve, like, a world record for it. I don't know if it's my ADHD or just the fact that I'm indecisive, but I constantly keep changing songs, writing new ones, playing around with genres. It's it's just kind of a whole mess, to be completely honest. And at this point, I'm pretty sure it's just a mixtape, but I've really found peace in that. And oddly enough, I see the beauty in that mess because something I'm learning in therapy and with my life coach is to see the beauty in everything in challenging negative thoughts and turning them into positive ones. I feel like I literally just sounded like Kourtney Kardashian, but you guys listen, it works. Okay. So for example, and I guess I should give a trigger warning here, but some days I really hate my body. But when I think that I tell myself what's one thing I love about my body. So for me, it's my eyes. So I focus my energy into what I love about my body rather than what I hate about it. And I know this podcast just took a little turn for a really deep topic, but I find this really helpful and obviously I'm not a mental health professional and in any sort of way, but I love being able to share my journey and my growth and the things that I learn with all of you beautiful human beings. And I think it's really important for me to do that because I feel like with having a platform that I have, it's really important, especially as someone that is dealing with bipolar disorder 
ADHD disorder, um, PTSD, as well as anxiety disorder, that giving some insight is really important and being very real and open and honest about it. Because I think a lot of times I see on TikTok these mental health influencers and stuff that just spread so much misinformation and almost try to self-diagnose people, which is so wrong because the thing is, is like, you should have a mental health professional, like a psychiatrist diagnosing you, not someone from TikTok, you know, and they tend to make people feel shitty about themselves. And they're very condescending a lot of the times, which is just super frustrating. So anyways, point is, I challenge you guys to take negative thoughts and turn them into positive ones. And that is some really helpful advice that I've learned not only from my life coach, but my therapist. And they don't even talk to each other. They have no idea who each other are, yet they both have told me the same thing. So I feel like there is a lot of truth to that. So yeah, guys, fall is officially here. All right. You know how I know that? Because the pumpkin spice latte is back. But I do have awful news. I'm no longer basic, you know, I've tried the pumpkin spice latte five times now and nothing about it is good to me. It's truly a sad day, but everything else pumpkin I'm here for, okay? Pumpkin pie, pumpkin brownies, pumpkin bread, pumpkin cupcakes. You guys, pumpkin cupcakes hit different. I'm telling you, if you haven't tried them, try them. Um, Love some pumpkin muffins, especially the cream cheese one at Starbucks. Um, Even though I'm not supposed to have dairy, I still will eat that like up. It's so good. Pumpkin coffee? I'm just not here for it anymore. I don't know. I feel like my almond milk vanilla lattes are just kind of where I'm at. Actually, not lattes. Vanilla iced coffees is where we're at. So fall is my favorite time of the year, as I'm sure a lot of you know if you followed me for a while because the vibes are immaculate. Okay. I tend to hate the world a lot less when the temperature of the day at the highest is 55 degrees. I don't know what that translates in, or I don't know what that translates in Celsius, but 55 degrees is my favorite day. Okay. When it's 55 degrees outside, I know I'm having a good day. Um, when the trees are just turning beautiful colors, it's such a peaceful time, you know, all of the snakes, And yes, I'm talking about the reptiles, not human beings that are snakes. That's for another episode. But when the snakes go into hibernation is also really great because then I don't try or I don't almost step on them when I'm hiking. And do I really hike? No, I go on walks around my backyard. But considering it is a dirt trail, I'm going to call it hiking. Okay, and no one's going to tell me otherwise. Truly a great time, though, when I don't almost step on a snake. You know, it's it's a great day when that doesn't happen. Um, the only thing I hate about fall is the fashion where I live. If you didn't know, I live in Georgia, <laughs> not Atlanta. You know, I say Georgia and everyone's like, oh, you're from Atlanta. No. Do I say I'm from Atlanta most of the time? Yes, because that's easier than explaining that I'm from the deep south of Georgia in the middle of fucking nowhere. When the fall time hits, all you see anyone wearing is Simply Southern and Bass Pro Shop long sleeves, and it is horrifying. If you don't know what Simply Southern is, look it up. If you don't know what Bass Pro is, um, you know what? You're living a good life, okay? And I'm very jealous of you, okay? 
Um, meanwhile, I'm dressed like I'm attending a fashion show in New York City, okay? I know it's a first world problem, all right? I know that. But it's really hard being a gay city boy that lives in the South, okay? People constantly staring at you in your skinny jeans. And it's just kind of like, yeah, Karen, I know my ass looks better than yours in these jeans. You know, take a picture, it'll last longer. You know, and at this point, I I used to be very insecure about how I dressed, how I looked, how I talked, all of that. And then, you know, I've been going through this life change and I'm just like, I don't really give a fuck about what anyone else thinks about me. I'm living my best life. I'm living my truth. And if people don't like it, they don't like it. Like, who cares? You know, life is too short to be caring about what everyone else has to say about me. Okay, now onto another topic. I feel like since COVID, I have become an anti-human person. Like my tolerance for people's bullshit is zero. Like absolutely zero. Which is also because, like I said, my mental health has changed a lot and I no longer care about pleasing people and I don't let anyone walk all over me, but I just can't stand people that are rude. You know, it's just, it's like, why even put your energy into being mean to people? It just makes zero sense to me. And it's quite frankly, just like, why? You know, imagine just like walking around being a miserable person. Like that just sounds terrible. Yet there's so many people that do that. So that's just my little tangent that I wanted to go off on. Um, Now I want to go over to Instagram and see some things that you guys have been asking me to talk about. So the first one, and by the way, all of these stay anonymous. So if you guys want to DM me questions, anything like that, topics you want me to speak about, anything like that, um, definitely, definitely head over to my Instagram, either DM me or wait for me to post my little um, what's it called? Like little question thing where you can like type a question, um, and then you can do it then. So the first one is someone ask, I need some relationship advice. I feel like that should be an episode within its own. So I'm going to be a little vague about it right now because I feel like I could do an entire episode on this if you guys would like me to. Um, but I feel like I have some really good insight on this. And the reason I say that is because in the past, I have had very toxic relationships with people from romantic relationships to friendships to family relationships. And I really want to dive super deep into that in uh, an entire episode. But to give you just a little rundown, I would say always make sure to go into any sort of relationship being authentic and not letting anyone walk all over you and be confident in who you are. Do not change yourself to fit anyone else's narrative but your own. Be your own person and do not change yourself for anyone. That is the biggest piece of advice I could ever give you. Now moving on to a topic that a lot of you requested me talk about and that is the Met Gala. Um, So if you guys don't know what the Met Gala is, which I'm pretty sure a lot of you guys know, but it's this really big event that is, in my opinion, very overhyped. But Anna Wintour, hopefully I said her name right, um, the editor of American Vogue, also hope I got that right. But um, she like hosts this ball at the Met 
Museum. I I think it has a longer name, but everyone shortens it to Met. Anyways, I probably sound so ignorant right now. Sorry. Point is, it's this really fancy event. All of these celebrities go to it. It's like crazy outfits. There's a theme every year. It's like a whole thing. Um, some of the people do the theme. Some of them don't. It's just, that's just how it goes. I don't even know. I don't even know why they bother having a theme when most people don't even follow it anyways. But point is, so... I want to defend someone in particular, very hardcore, and that is Emma Chamberlain. Um, As you guys know, well, okay, if you're new to listening to this podcast and you don't know who I am, I really like Emma Chamberlain. I think she is so freaking cool, and she's one of the very few influencers that I genuinely love and would love to be friends with one day because she just seems like such a a cool, genuine person. And I had met her in passing before and she was very, very nice. Um, So anyways, Twitter had a field day with her because she was invited to the Met Gala. And not to mention, there were some other influencers there which were very questionable to be there. And I'm not going to say names. Anyways, that's besides the point. I'm not here to drag anyone. But All of these people were saying such awful things about Emma being there, like how she didn't deserve to be there, how ugly her outfit was, how her makeup wasn't, like all of these just awful things. And it couldn't be more further from the truth. And I feel like people are just jealous at this point because first of all, she looked incredible. Her makeup was flawless. Her dress was so stunning. She literally looked like a a literal goddess like she looked beautiful and she's beautiful just in general but like oh my god she was one of my favorite outfits of the entire night like probably my favorite outfit of the entire night if I'm being honest and my second favorite was Kendall Jenner and I know a lot of people don't like her for very good reason so you know what we're just that's that's for another day um I'm not gonna drag her right now but um anyways so Emma looked fantastic is the point but all of these people were dragging her and and the thing is is like first of all she has had such an influence on fashion and that is undeniable like she came in and changed the game I mean literally everyone was trying to dress like Emma Chamberlain like I'm pretty sure thrift shop sales probably went up by hundreds of thousands of dollars if not millions from her videos of her going thrift shopping and stuff like that, which is really fucking cool because thrifting is very, very fun and is also cheap and like affordable and like saves you a lot of money. Unless you go to those like bougie thrift stores, which I don't understand that, but whatever. That's what rich people do. I'm not one of those people. I am not rich by any means, but that, okay, I need to stay on the point. Sorry. Anyways, Emma has had this huge influence on fashion that all of these trolls on Twitter are just kind of ignoring, which was kind of pissing me off because, first of all, she's been the face of Louis Vuitton forever now. And I know that a lot of you are going to be mad that I pronounced it that way, but leave it alone. Okay, leave it alone. Anyways, so she's been the face of Louis Vuitton for so long. And it's like what was really bothering me is there were other influencers there that were very, very questionable. Okay, very questionable. Like I said, not naming names, but very questionable to be attending there. And yet 
everyone was hyping them up. Of course, they had their fair share of trolls and haters, whatever, but nothing close to what Emma Chamberlain was getting. And I was like, guys, let her just live in peace. And so I really hope, Emma, if you're listening to this, you're definitely not. But if you ever listen to this one day, I hope that when you went inside the Met that you were given a charcuterie board, um, which if you guys don't don't know what that is, it's basically a cheese board with crackers and all that kind of stuff. Look it up online. It's fantastic. And I also hope that they gave you an iced almond milk latte because queen, you deserve that. Okay. You deserve that. Anyways, I just wanted to defend Emma Chamberlain for a second. And I just realized that this podcast episode is all over the place, but you know what? It's called the chaos podcast for a reason. All right. And yeah. So Anyways, guys, that concludes this episode of Chaos with William Sheets, and uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it. So until next Friday, I hope that you all have a lovely week, and I am looking forward to talking to you again. Okay, what a weird outro. Anyways, this is Chaos with William Sheets, and I will see you next Friday.